Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hour number three of The Rob Carson Show. Jack Heath, the voice of New Hampshire, is going to be joining us. Uh, at the bottom of the hour to talk about RFK in New Hampshire over the weekend. Also, the upcoming broadcast. We're going to be going to New Hampshire uh, August 3rd and 4th. And uh, Jack Heath, is, he knows everybody. He is the, the voice of the state on our affiliate stations there. And uh, we're going to make a big to-do out of this. Uh, yeah, that's, a, that's not a really formal term. But it's going to be quite a to-do. That's that's our goal is to make it quite a to do. So that's uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour. You're not hearing any hammering today because there's nobody working on the bathroom on the main floor today. Last week we had a little bit of uh, uh, one day. They had some workers here and they were we're doing a bathroom right. We're doing the first time that my wife and I have had a decent bathroom as long as we've lived together. We've always had crappy bathrooms. We finally decided to do a guest bathroom, and and it's kind of funny because we're the best people to ever hire a contractor. Contractors love us because like for instance we don't like to just sit around on the weekends we do stuff so we had it literally this weekend the weekend before i did all the deacons i did all the demolition for them because i was bored i just took it all took all the tile down and everything and they came in they're like oh my god you did half our work well yesterday my wife decided to paint the bathroom get that done and then i then she asked me to cut the baseboards and we put the baseboards in so the guy's going to come in tomorrow he's going to be like well all we need to do really is put the sink in and the toilet, which I could do this, I could do it this after the show today. I could do that, but I'm like, nah, let's just leave it to them. <laughs> just leave. Let's leave it to them. Uh, home improvement is uh, wow. Uh, this is the first time I've ever hired somebody to do a home improvement. Normally, I do all the work myself, but I'm just kind of done with it. I, you know, I'm just, I'm just kind of, kind of done with it. Kind of done with it. Uh, a lot of whistleblowing going on in Washington D.C. It could save the country. Here's Jim Gossett. About the FBI. Whistle blow at work. There's a lot of that happening. That brave guy at the FBI has made the left berserk. Whistle blow at work. That's me. Then cheerfully together we can fire all these jerks. Bye, Garland. And when we sweep the broom, Bye-bye. we'll spell the deep state's doom. Off to jail. Chris Ray, he'll be led away when we lower the boom. Community service. Whistle blow at work. Rat out the FBI. Prove that their agenda is protecting the big guy. Yeah, the deep state. Pretty much everybody. Whistle and expose. In the DOJ, so everybody knows. Ho! Whistle really loud. You whistleblowers are so brave, you make our country proud. Come on, keep blowing that whistle, keep blowing that whistle. Uh, you know, and you knew sooner or later when you consider all of the abuses and usurpations you and I have gone through. That in a country like the United States of America that has enjoyed. Uh, the freedoms afforded with 
being born or or moving here and becoming a naturalized citizen or sneaking across, uh, you know. But uh, but people are coming out. They they want to preserve the union. They see malfeasance uh, in other countries like North Korea. They just take the opposition, the whistleblowers, and they murder them. Uh, in our country, what they do is they uh, they uh, take away their security clearance and destroy their careers. We're seeing a lot of that. And I, and I hope and pray that the people who are behind all of this, the people who are doing the persecutions, uh, end up being persecuted and go to bloody jail for the rest of their stinking, lousy lives. There you go. How about that? An FBI whistleblower has revealed to Congress that uh, Deputy Director Paul Abadi threatened to fire agents and other bureau employees who questioned the disparities in the responses to the U.S. Capitol riot in 2021 and the George Floyd riots. Yeah. An unnamed FBI worker said Mr. Abadi made the, uh, the threats during a secured video teleconference with special agents in the uh, bureaus, in charge of the bureau's 56 offices. Mr. Abadi told these supervisors that some agents were questioning the massive investigative response to pro-Trump demonstrators storming the Capitol or being let in by FBI agents undercover. That's one of the reasons why they didn't want to release the videotape inside, literally because Chris Ray said it would expose all the agents in the crowd. Reichstag. Excuse me. <coughs> Pardon me. Reichstag. <coughs> Reichstag. <coughs> Reichstag. Anyway, a body told the uh, audience that anyone who questions the FBI's response or, or his decisions regarding the response to January the 6th did not belong in the FBI and should find a different job. Yeah. By the way, uh, Mr. Abadi apparently has followed through with his threats has apparently, uh, allegedly, um, people have lost their jobs because they said, hey, man, why are you going after Trump supporters when you're not doing anything about all people who burned down the country? A lot of people are asking that. And Mr. Abadi, yeah, he's one of those people who need to be perp-walked and thrown in jail the rest of his lives. Abadi's threat to employees was witnessed by numerous FBI employees. It constitutes evidence to, of intent to retaliate against any dissent. Dissent. Remember what I said? Dissent is not disinformation. Disagreeing with the government is not disinformation, but they tried to say it was. The evidence can be independently corroborated by dozens, if not hundreds, of FBI employees. The FBI deployed vast resources hunting down January 6th rioters who stormed the Capitol, disrupted Congress certification of President Biden's election win. More than 1,033 January 6th rioters have been arrested. 485 convicted of various crimes. Of those convicted, 277 given jail time, 113 sentenced to a period of home confinement. Ashley Babbitt was murdered, among other things. 570 demonstrations turned into, turned into riots in various cities around the country in 2020. $2 billion in property damage, 25 deaths. The FBI has done little, if anything, about that. Then, of course, they had that uh, federal uh, courthouse in, uh, in uh, Portland that got uh, attacked. Nobody's going after those people as well. Portland suffered nightly riots for several weeks. The rioters received leniency. Federal officials res- regularly accepted deals that dropped charges as long as somebody competed, completed community service or, you know, a diversion program. Hunter. They hurled Molotov cocktails at police. One guy even fired at the courthouse with a gun, January the 8th, 2021. Two days after the Capitol riots, got off scot-free without prison. Five years probation. Burn, baby, burn. 
we've got a bourgeoisie, we've got a proletariat, now we've got to have some beheadings. Meaning the heads of departments, the heads, the people at the top of the agencies that have done this. Not the heads, literally, but everybody in charge. They need to go. They need to go bye-bye. They need to lose everything. Their salaries, their pensions, and they need to go to jail. People like Merrick Garland, uh, people like Jim Comey. Come on, baby. Donald Trump has seen another favorability boost as a GOP field continues to grow. What? 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 How is that not possible, right? Joe Biden's still way ahead, right? Isn't he going to win the election going away, even though 66% of the American people say that Joe Biden being uh, elected would be uh, disastrous for the country? And yet at the top of every newscast this morning around the country, you hear that Joe Biden is still ahead of all comers. You know what? You're being played if you believe that nonsense. Uh, this week's survey, uh, let's see who's it from. Is it Rasmussen? Let me find it here. 78% of Republican primary voters uh, reported a uh, favorable view of Trump. 76% is what it used to be. Now it's 78. Uh, but the last few weeks have changed things. The percentage of those who have an unfavorable view of Trump decreased from 22 to 20%. Oh, it's a morning consult. Ron DeSantis' favorably, favorability rating also remained virtually the same. Uh, the only person with really negative is uh, Chris Christie, who has no chance of ever being the president. It's a joke that he's doing it, even more so than Mike Pence. And it's a joke that Mike Pence is in the race. Sorry, Pence supporters, but honestly, if you're supporting Mike Pence to be the president, it's never going to happen. I, I, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's never going to happen. Uh, so anyway, 46% of people have an unfavorable view of uh, Chris Christie. Because you know what? He's a, uh, he's a rhino. He's a rhino. Uh, Donald Trump was speaking this weekend. He spoke at the Faith and Freedom Coalition, and he believes that the Biden family corruption is 100 times bigger than Watergate, and I disagree. I think it's 1,000 times worse, actually. I think it's bigger than the country of the world has ever seen as far as abject corruption, other than this side of third world hellholes, this side of Soviet Russia, the most, the most corrupt person in charge and the most corrupt family associated with them. Here is Donald Trump reading the, the, uh, the message that Hunter Biden sent to uh, this Zhao guy who he was demanding $5 million from. Uh, this is Trump speaking this weekend at the Faith and Freedom Coalition. Joe Biden is the most corrupt president in the history of our country by far. Pretty much. Pretty much. Just two days ago, a very respected IRS whistleblower used to be very much a, you remember when the democrats used to love whistleblowers they don't like the whistleblowers now <laughs> reveal that crooked joe sat in a room while his son hunter messaged a chinese communist party official and said to this chinese party official i quote i am sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. This is cash he's talking about. Sitting next to my dad here, the nurse stepped out of the room. She took his diaper to get another one. Yeah. Tell the director, and it doesn't get reported in the newspaper. Yeah, weird. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means right now. It means tonight. You believe this? I didn't know he yeah, was and they went after. Yeah, they went after Trump for <laughs> twice, twice for nothing. Twice for nothing. A little bit more from Donald Trump. Ten days the Bidens got 
5.1 million dollars yeah. from China yeah. for absolutely no reason. They got 5.1 million. Yeah, they got five million dollars right after that uh, little message from Hunter. It's kind of weird. Yeah, not really. He's he's corrupt. Here's uh, Donald Trump talking about what's been happening in America. And I told you that things aren't right. There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. <laughs> here he is. The radicals are setting fire to our constitution. Abolishing free speech, attacking religious belief, erasing our borders, corrupting our elections. We have corrupt elections. It's not organic. And trying to impose their blasphemous creed, woke communism on every American man, woman, and child. And that's what they're doing, and they're trying so hard. Yeah, let's talk about what the uh, Democrats are trying to do in 2024. It's fairly obvious by uh, indicting Donald Trump twice. First, they slandered Americans of faith as haters and bigots. Then they corrupted the media. They installed radical left judges to subvert our Constitution. They used the IRS to target conservatives. They spied on our campaign, and specifically, they spied on my campaign, and we caught them. Yeah, they did. They tried to take down a presidency with hoaxes and witch hunts. They're still trying, but we wouldn't let them. And now Joe Biden has weaponized law enforcement to interfere in our elections, the greatest abuse of power that I've seen and that most of you have seen in the history of our country. And we know that the FBI weaponized power in 2016 and 2020 and 2022. So does it come as any surprise they're going to try it again in 2024? And I'm going to tell you right now, they are not going to do it over my dead body. And I ain't the one who's going to die. I consider it a great badge of courage. And you should, unlike, uh, unlike uh, 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 what's his name, Pencilnex, uh, saying that uh, being, being uh, censured was a badge of courage or a badge of honor. He has no honor. I'm being indicted for you, and I believe the you is more than 200 million people that yeah. love our country. Told They're you. out there, and they love our country. What did I tell you? 72% of the American people believe the country is headed in the wrong direction. That means... They want to interfere with the... Fair- that means they're looking at the guy in the White House for doing it, and that's Joe Biden. Fair and free election to a point where Joe Biden is willing to arrest his opponent, who is leading him in the polls by a very, very large number. And we're not going to let that happen. We're not letting... No, it- we're not. All right. So coming up, RFK spoke to a group in New Hampshire, and he's sounding very much like his Uncle John. I'll explain that. Share some audio. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy that Democrats are saying this, and any Democrats who still have an ounce of patriotism will appreciate it. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. The left burned our cities. They told us to hate America as founded. Well, we're not only saying no, we're saying hell no. It's The Rob Carson Show. Yep. Donald Trump says that uh, Joe Biden's family corruption is 100 times bigger than uh, Watergate. And I, I agree. Yeah, Watergate was nothing. I don't remember much about Watergate when it was in real time because I was a toddler. But honestly, uh, nothing compared to what we've seen here, the graft of corruption, the millions of dollars. And, and it's hard to really say uh, how the country has suffered. Uh, we do know that Joe Biden got a lot, of co- a lot of money from the communist Chinese, from a Chinese energy company. We also know that in the first few days of administration, he made America depend on foreign oil and he also he also 
he wrote an executive order not only getting rid of the Keystone XL pipeline, but he also mandated all federal vehicles, even though the technology is there, all of them become electric. Now, where do all of those heavy metals and all those batteries and all those solar panels and all of those, uh, those big uh, unrecyclable wind turbine blades come from? You bet your butt it's China. Oh, and by the way, uh, Energy Company has found that 30% of its wind turbines may be faulty. Siemens Energy shares took a big nosedive on Friday. So, uh, Siemens Gamesa had discovered up to 30% of its wind turbine fleet may be faulty due to failing components. They employ 92,000 uh, workers, and they want to decarbonize global energy systems, which is stupid, by the way. It's really, really stupid because oh, there you go. There's your carbon dioxide. The company reported the faulty components could take years to fix. Uh, this is why I say EVs are for posers. The potential magnitude of impact leads us to withdraw the profit assumptions for Siemens Gamesa. Consequently, the profit guidance for Siemens Energy Group for the fiscal year 2023. In other words, the only way that these energy companies uh, even survive is with our money, yours and I, to prop up a technology that sucks and is not ready for prime time. And again, did I say that uh, EVs are for posers? I did drive by the GM dealership at, near my home where literally two years ago I drove by and I saw the new uh, Hummer EV there and I, I, it was open so I opened it up and I looked inside and I came out and the guy went and he locked it up so I couldn't look at it and I was like okay well, that's fine jerk whatever well they're all four of their Hummers the white Hummer EVs that they paid 130000 for that they want to sell for $135,000 they're still sitting there Nobody wants them because they're a joke, because their battery weighs 2,900 pounds as much as a Corolla, because the truck weighs 9,000 pounds and it takes a week to charge on a 110. But if you use 220, only three and a half days. They're junk. Junk a junk. Junk a junk a Jew. You're going to feel really stupid that you bought that Ford F-150 Lightning because it can't haul a payload. It can't. It's for posers. If you're just driving in the Whole Foods and back, EVs are great. So there you go. Nothing against you if you got an EV. But if you have an EV and you live in a, a town like Kansas City where it's powered by a coal-fired plant, you're kind of wasting your time and adding a middleman to the equation. Thought you should know. Let's go to Dennis in Ridgely, Maryland. Hello, Dennis, and welcome to the show. Man, Rob, good hearing, good hearing from you, man. Good you too, bro. I'm glad you, you, I'm glad you took his face, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yes, you very sir. much. Hey, uh, question. What do we, uh, how about this? How about this for a vice president? JFK, JFK, vice president, Donald Trump as president. That would blow the Democrats' wigs clear off their heads. I, I know, uh, Dennis, RFK um, and Trump, and I, say, I said this, I said that if the, uh, if the, uh, the Republican Party does anything to uh, put their elbow on the scale against Donald Trump uh, and Donald Trump decides to run third party, uh, an RFK-Trump ticket would kill both parties. It would. It yeah. would be the only third party that could win. I just don't trust Democrats because they will do their yeah, level yeah. best to get Trump you out know, of the way and make, and, make, and make RFK into a, a leftist Democrat. Rob, how about this? The Democrats don't trust him neither. They don't. Yeah, they don't. Listen, Guess Dennis, what? I got to run. I got to run. I got to run. I got to run. Thank you for the call. I've got some RFK audio on the other side of this break. It's a Rob Carson show.
had LBJ. Now we have FJB. It's the Rob Carson Show. This is uh, RFK this week, and we'll get to our special guest, Jack Heath. The pulse of New Hampshire, the voice of New Hampshire, one second. But here is RFK uh, asked at a, uh, a little forum in New Hampshire about, uh, uh, are you going to get rid of those awful, terrible uh, uh, assault weapons? And he said this, very, very unlike a Democrat. I am not going to take people's guns away, and I, I believe in gun control myself. Um, but I, I, you know, anybody who tells you that we can end the violence to our children that's going on now by removing people's guns at, in, at the margin that has been left to us by this very expansive Supreme Court decision is not being truthful with you. So, you know, I think just legally because of the, of the Supreme Court decision, because of the expansive vision, the view that the Supreme Court has taken on the Second Amendment, um, that it makes it really impossible to actually do anything about it in, in terms of limiting people's guns. I also wow, that is a Democrat, Jack Heath. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the show. Well, Rob, always great to be with you, and probably one reason why the last time he spoke here last Tuesday night in New Hampshire, there was an overflow crowd out the door of people just wanting to come see him because they're hungry for something beyond the current president. Jack, when was the last time you saw a line like that to see a Democrat speak? Bernie Sanders in both probably more like the 2016 run-up, the year that Trump ended up winning the primary here against 16 or 18 big names and Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders was filling places, and so was Trump, and it's probably been that long. It's uh, it's pretty remarkable uh, what he's saying now. I think that most conservatives look at his his uh, very left of center views on things like climate change, etc. But but for those uh, the Democrats and, and listen, the Democrat Party has been so left of center, so bat guano crazy that they've crushed every ounce of dissent from patriotic Democrats. Yet seventy two percent of all Americans feel the country is going in the wrong direction, and sixty. 66% as reported by ABC a couple weeks ago. 60, 66% of Americans say if Joe Biden is reelected, it'll be disastrous for the country. And yet the Democrat Party's trying to crush uh, RFK. Do you suppose that uh, people, as Joe Biden's uh, continued legal troubles continue to mount, that RFK is not going to be able to be silenced, that is going to be driven out of the primary process altogether? Well, I, no, I don't. Well, if I understand what you're saying, Rob, great to be with you. Um, yeah. I, no, I think I think Kennedy is going to clean up and mop. I mean, the Biden White House, Joe Biden and the DNC made a big mistake when they wanted to bypass the early contests like, you know, Iowa, New Hampshire. Kennedy is going to win New Hampshire, not by a little. And if they try a write-in campaign, how many people out there of your listeners think that Democrats or independent, independents are excited to write in the name of Joe Biden. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, Kennedy's going to mop up. He's running in New Hampshire. He's he's spending time here. Uh, he's a Kennedy from originally, you know, his family from neighboring Boston, Massachusetts area, even though, you know, he doesn't live here. But he there's something there. There's, he's talking about ideas. He's 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 there's something there. Even even with his voice issue, there's something there. And there's nothing. What, what is there? What is it? What is the message for Joe Biden for four more years? I don't see any bumper stickers. You know, give me four more years of Biden. What is the message? What is the message? There yeah, is the message. it's hard to put "Make America Suck" even more than I've made it suck on one bumper sticker, Jack. 
That's the only problem. Yeah, and where's the inspiration? Where's no, there's the not inspiration? Any. There's no yeah. inspiration. There's no energy. There's nothing there. There's no one home, I'm sorry to say. And, with, and by the way, Kennedy on that clip, he is so correct. I say in my morning show, Rob, in Chicago every weekend, every single weekend in our major cities, look at the number of young people who are killing or hurting other people by violence. And, and all the Democrats want to do is talk about a law or the instrument of harm used and not why our young people have no, have no regard or respect for human life and property, and they're hurting other people. It's be, why, why don't we talk about family structure? Why don't we talk about morality? Why don't we talk about how many of these young men have no father figure in their life? And that's why Senator Tim Scott has a good message out of South Carolina when he takes his head on. Where's the, where's the, 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 the character of America? What's happening with lawlessness? There's a bigger problem, and Kennedy was right, than, than, than you know, I always say, take away the guns. I'm, don't, you're not going to be able to do that. You can't do it, but try doing it, uh, you know, hypothetically, and, and pass more laws on top of laws already there. And when someone goes out because someone who wants to hurt or kill someone or run in a gang, they don't care about breaking the law. They're going to get a gun, whether you like it or not. I, yeah. It's just they, they Let me explain. the point of violence. I'll tell you exactly the reason, and, and there is uh, no ifs, ands, or buts about this. The reason why Democrats keep saying weapons of war, the reason why Democrats want uh, weapons that are uh, not handguns is because they don't want law-abiding citizens to have them. The argument against the uh, the First Amendment, or the Second Amendment by Democrats, is always that, that Americans don't need weapons of war for turkey hunting. Well, after the United States gained its independence by citizen soldiers using weapons, weapons of war against an all-powered government, all-powerful government that was corrupt, don't you suppose that they would write a Second Amendment so that people could defend themselves against such tyrannical government and not for turkey hunting, and then second of all, uh, they, uh, they don't care about the kids in inner cities because it shows that Democrat policies have failed. So they don't go after the inner cities. They don't look at what the cause, the root cause, the societal issues of inner cities, particularly uh, black kids, because it's the result of failed Democrat policies, starting with the great society, among others, in the 1960s, which destroyed the, the, the uh, black nuclear family. So you got a couple of things there. They don't want people to be able to defend against an all-powerful federal government, and they don't want to point out the fact that 60 years of Democrat rule in cities like uh, Baltimore have done a face plant, and they've got their name on it. Yeah, I mean, I think, and you look at the migration of where people are moving out of and what kind of states they're moving into, and and you add up that. But Kennedy is definitely an interesting factor, and I think he's appealing to independence as well. And I think that's going to be a big problem because you need more than your base, as you know, to win these elections in a general mm-hmm. election. And, you know, he's outspoken on a lot of things. I mean, we have a libertarian faction of folks in New, in New Hampshire, and they're yes. going to be having a meeting coming up. Republican candidates are going to go talk to him, and, and Kennedy's speaking. And the head of the Democrat Party in New Hampshire is living and fuming. They put out a press release almost, <laughs> almost telling Kennedy, don't speak to that group. And um, oh. Kennedy's, Kennedy's speaking to the group, and he's... He's in, he's appealing to independence too, and that's going to be uh, that's going to be a factor. Now, do I think? I mean, I don't know. I don't know where this goes, Rob. I still don't think Joe Biden's going to be the nominee. I really don't. Um, I don't. No, I don't either. Mentally or physically possible. So the Democrats know they have a problem, and the question is, they don't like Kennedy. Whether it was because he he whacked, you know, he didn't like Anthony Fauci. He pointed out a lot of true things about him. He questioned a lot of the COVID vaccines. He's outspoken on issues. He no one owns him. He's definitely appealing to 
you know, he's not really a progressive Democrat on all fronts. He's definitely more of an independent kind of person. So I, I don't know if Gavin Newsom jumps into this thing. He's got his pack out of California. But Kennedy's going to be appealing to independents no matter what. Uh, here's a little bit more from Kennedy in uh, New Hampshire last week. Listen to this president or this uh, this presidential uh, candidate talking about the Bill of Rights. Uh, the the Democrat Party did killed the First Amendment during COVID. They're trying to kill the Second Amendment, among others. And here is this man speaking like a conservative. And so we had these assaults on freedom of speech. We had the government come in and order without any scientific citation, without any democratic process, the closure of every church in this country for, wow. for a year. We had an assault on freedom of religion. We had an assault with the, again, we had these social distancing um, regulations and policies that, uh, that again, were not based upon, we now know, and Rachel Rolensky and Anthony Fauci have acknowledged they were not based on science. I tell you what, this I think is going to be, uh, tr- I think it's going to tear the Democrat Party in half. Because right yeah, now about about 10% of the radical left of the Democrat Party is dictating everything. And there are a lot of people in the Democrat Party. My father was a was a Roosevelt Democrat. He died a long time ago. And, and he, if he saw the Democrat Party today, he would have nothing to do with it. But if he heard RFK speaking, he'd go, holy crap, that sounds like John F.K., what do you think? Yeah, well, well, I just think he's, I mean, I think he's obviously more tuned into what most people, I think a lot of people, I don't know why with that clip, by the way, why some would even criticize what he said. I, I mean, why, why is some of this political? Why can't commonsensical, logical people agree that the remote learning for kids lasted way too long and we hurt kids developmentally, that we, in, in mental health, anxiety, depression, even suicide among young kids? So we, the, the remote learning lasted too long because of political interest, not because of health care interest. And I don't even want to get into Fauci and all the stops and starts and the confusion and throwing out pitches to Major League Baseball games. When I saw Fauci do that, I go, okay, we got a problem here. He's becoming yeah. a celebrity instead of an epidemiologist. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff Kennedy questioned, he's exactly right. Very little of what we did during those few years had any impact on the transmission of the variant of the virus. And, and I don't know why people don't like hearing that, because we all should never want to go back to what we went through, because we all just laid down like a bunch of chickens in the yard. Jack, you know what? They had a four. They had a, a, a as soon as Joe Biden became the president, they did a big a candlelight ceremony uh, right there along the Lincoln Memorial with all these candles, with, you know, the bags with the candles in them. And they had 400,000 people died. There was this big memorial. They're going to blame it all on Donald Trump. Well, a million people have died since then. Where the hell's the memorial? You know why? Because the COVID virus was used by the Democrat Party to throw an election and then to keep people under wraps for the first two uh, years of an administration so they could get a Way with murder. That's what it's always been about. And I think there's going to be hell to pay with whoever well, takes over in 2024. And, and real quickly, and Ron DeSantis said this on my show the last time he was on. He's coming to New Hampshire tonight. It's both he and Trump are in the state tomorrow. I don't know if there's room for both. Oh. They're both gonna they're both gonna be in New Hampshire tomorrow, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. But you know what DeSantis said on my show the last time? It's not just what you just said, Rob Carson, about the COVID stuff and what happened and shutting down and maybe impacting obviously Uh, A president who was doing well with the economy, got some pieces of legislation through, and then, boom, the economy was put to a grinding halt with all the shutdowns. But look what China did. China may have impacted the entire world, let alone a re-election of Donald Trump in our economy, because once the economy stopped with COVID, you know, that was it. Game was over. And, and, And if it did leak from that lab intentionally, 
it's kind of a big deal, isn't it? Jack, we're going to have to have tribunals on a lot of things. I really do believe this. I said from the very beginning of COVID that there would have to be Nuremberg trials for what was done. Uh, Nobody is holding China accountable, uh, especially Joe Biden. And he just, you know, we just find out that he got $5 million after Hunter uh, texted uh, the Chinese communist official and said, Dad's sitting there. You better get the money this way. Now we're seeing what he bought. Now now we're seeing what China paid for. And I got to tell you, uh, last question here, Jack, I, I don't see Joe Biden... I'm kind of wondering if he is not going to be the president through 2024 because the the depth and scope of this corruption being exposed, more and more is coming out. Even the mainstream media is now questioning Corinne Jean-Pierre and and John Kirby. CBS did stories on it this weekend. CNN, also Chuck Todd admitted this weekend. So what do you think about what happens before 2024? The term of Joe Biden is completed. I think there's you could always find ways to step down for a lot of different reasons, and that would put obviously Vice President Harris more in a in a running position here. But the the other thing that no one talks about is where is Vice President Harris? This is the most yes. invisible Vice President that I've yes. ever seen. If you look, if you go back to Al Gore with Bill Clinton, Dick Cheney with G.W. Bush, even Biden with Obama, and certainly Mike Pence with uh, Donald Trump, where where's this Vice President? Where is Vice President Harris? I mean, from a public persona point of view. Well, well, where's Pete Buttigieg? They're, they're doing well, everything they can to keep their powder dry just in case Joe Biden steps down. That's the reason. That's why they took him off. He does, he, they have to do damage control every time that he opens his mouth, but he is quiet all of a sudden. And I, and I, just, I, I don't think Joe Biden's going to make it. I really don't. There's too I, much. No, I, I certainly is not going to be the nominee. I would agree with that. All right, brother. Listen, uh, Jack, we're going to be coming November 3rd and or November, August 3rd and 4th to New Hampshire, man. I can't wait to get to the uh, to, to the state. Uh, I'm from Iowa, so it'll be interesting to be in the other state, uh, you know, with regard to primaries. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Our folks are just trying to get the building ready for Rob Carson. It's like Elvis <laughs> coming to a concert. They're just trying to get the building retrofitted. Yeah, make it bigger. It won't be because I've gotten bigger. I've lost 12 pounds in 13 days. All right. Well, we look forward to it. And tomorrow we'll try and, we'll try and keep a handle on Trump and DeSantis in the same state and make sure they play well. Let's get you back on uh, tomorrow and, and a couple of days this week to follow up on all of that stuff, because tomorrow's obviously going to be a very, very big day in New Hampshire. Looking forward to coming in uh, into New Hampshire in, uh, in August. In the meantime, we greatly appreciate your input, Jack. Where can people find you on social media? Um, easiest way is the pulse of the pulse of NH.com for the show and stuff. All right, brother. Have a glorious day. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. What you do in your bedroom is your business. What you do to our country is ours. It's The Rob Carson Show. I was really glad to hear uh, Jack Heath on. It's it's kind of funny. He's the only other person really who's been saying, like I have, that Joe Biden is not going to be the candidate. So we'll see what happens. I, I said when he was elected that he wasn't going to physically and mentally be able to do it. But uh, now the, the charges and all. This is RFK talking about uh, 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 the assault on free speech that we, uh, we had happen to us. No Democrat is talking about it. And very few Republicans are talking about the assault on the First Amendment by the deep state. This is one of the other reasons why there need to be tribunals and people need to go to jail for life. In the last three years in this country... We've seen an all-out assault on our Bill of Rights. We've seen for the first time uh, the government participating in censoring people's speech. There is, you know, the, these revelations came out this week that the FBI has been collaborating with the SBU, the Ukrainian agency. 
to censor speech of Americans critical of U.S. policy against the Ukraine. We've seen the CIA and the FBI now had, during at least the last two administrations, at portals at Twitter where they can identify people who are speaking against government policies and silence them. I remember when uh, when uh, the little uh, pipsqueak uh, mobster who leads Ukraine, Zelensky, came over. He was wearing a track suit and a gold chain and he uh, spoke in front of Congress and he draped the Ukrainian flag and uh, Congress went crazy and everybody stood up and the American people went, you know, bullcrap. I mean, you remember that first couple of weeks that Democrats held those Ukrainian flag colors up everywhere and they tried to get us to rally behind this war in Ukraine that nobody cared about? Well, there's that. Uh, it's always been a, a shakedown. I've said it from get-go. There's, not, there's something wrong about it. There's something wrong. The, the, the one country where oligarchs around the world go to, to launder money and we're pumping the largest amount of money ever pumped into from the United States into a essentially a uh, a war with Russia. Uh, there was something always has been artificial about it. And also, you couldn't say anything about it online. Remember that? You couldn't say, I, I remember trying to say, you know, I think that this isn't really a war. It's just a large money-making, money-laundering operation. And that's disinformation. Add that to COVID, anything that was counter-government on COVID, anything that was counter-CRT, uh, uh, Black Lives Matter. Oh, by the way, Black Lives Matter, they are now saying one of the most corrupt char- charities in the country. Top five most corrupt charities in the country where the least amount of money goes to affect anyone. These are the worst charities in America. Uh, U.S. charity industry worth $2 trillion. And a new study shows that Black Lives, of Ava- Black Lives Matter is right up there with Cancer Fund of America, with the Kids Wish Network, not the Children's Miracle Network, and not Make-A-Wish. But uh, Black Lives Matter, one of the most corrupt charities in America. Don't you feel like idiots for having one of those stupid bumper stickers on your Prius? Well, if you don't... Don't, you should. Because if you bet it down with Black Lives Matter, you're an idiot. I'm just going to tell you, if you thought Black Lives Matter was legit, you're an idiot. I'm not afraid to say it. I saw through it. It was a joke. I saw it when Patrice Cullors bought her first mansion, and yet they painted Black Lives Matter in front of Donald Trump's hotel in D.C. and then drove him out of business. Don't you feel stupid, Gwyneth Paltrow, for giving Black Lives Matter a million dollars so Patrice Cullors could live high on the hog like Democrats, oligarchs, and deep staters in Washington, D.C.? I don't have time to really get into this. I, I did want to mention Walt Disney lost $900 million on its last four or eight studio releases, including uh, this, uh, uh, let's see, da, 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 Strange World and Lightyear, both in the tank. The new Indiana Jones are saying is, is bad. Honestly, 40 years ago was the first one. Maybe time to let it go. But apparently the woke stuff ain't working. $890 million on eight movies. Let's take a break and come back, wrap things up. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Such a blessing to have you guys join me today. I appreciate it. I'll see you tomorrow. Make sure to check out the podcast, Newsmax.com slash listen. Newsmax.com slash listen and watch Newsmax today. God bless you. Till tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. See you then.